You're listening to Penguin Tracks on 89.5 KOP in Columbia. On the phone with me is author Chris Klein. She wrote the book, Shake, Rattle, and Roll. Tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Well, um, I grew up in Maryland, and we, um, our family made ink for National Geographic, so money wasn't really a problem, but um, we were really normal kids, you know, we played and whatever. And um, as far as that, I, I left home at um, 18. Mm-hmm. My father died, and um, I just had to get away from mom. And um, I ended up getting a job training thoroughbreds down in Miami. And mom kept calling me all the time. And so um, I just went home to be with her. And in the book, it talks about the fluke of how we ended up on the Rolling Stones plane. And that ended up taking my life in a different direction than I had planned. In fact, I ended up moving to New York where the tour had ended. And um, I became a dancer. I just couldn't pass up the money and was a, you know, a lone girl in a big city making money and not knowing what I was going to do with my life. You know, when you lose your father at that age, it's like, who do you have to be proud of you? Who, you know, who's there now to tell you good on and mm-hmm. so I just rambled around took trips to the Bahamas and this and that and then this man that I met on the Stones plane started dating and so I would fly here and there wherever he was and and it was just an odd life and then one night I came in my hotel room this was in 1972 four sorry mm-hmm. And um, in New York, and a voice started to talk to me from the ceiling. And I heard it from behind me, yet above me. And I turned around, and the voice said, Chris, I'm God, and don't be surprised. Your father's here with me in uh, in heaven. And I, my first thought was, wow, that's cool. You know, this is really cool. <laughs> but it wasn't God. And um, I, I sat on the bed in this brilliant light filled me, my eyes were closed, and it was like looking in a spotlight, and I thought I was disappearing, but when I opened my eyes, there was something in me, it's like my eyes were moving, and I wasn't telling them to look at stuff, they were just turning and looking, and to make a long story short, I wrote thousands of pages of automatic writing, which some people might call channeling, and there were a lot of scriptures, which I had never read, we weren't a Bible-based family, and... I decided I, this spirit was telling me to make a book out of this, so I decided that I'd go out to Hollywood and try and find somebody to back me to write this. Mm-hmm. And things went downhill from there. What went on from there was um, I, I met a man, an old man was blind, and they were looking for a, um, a companion for him. So I ended up taking care of him for five years while a secretary put the notes all in order. And um, it was all finished. And if you can believe it, my friend took the copy to go get it printed and get it copied. And someone stole her car while she was getting a pizza, and they found it at the bottom of a cannon. So that was the end of that. I still had one copy of the original, but it was a mess. So I lugged that around with me, and I moved to Hawaii. And I started going to church. I really didn't understand what a Christian did or what their trip was. And I didn't really think I needed to be because I thought I had known, I knew God, but I didn't. 
And so I went to this church, and nobody, you know, I reeked of smoke and booze, and nobody would have anything to do with me, which is so typical, but Mm -hmm. really not right. And so a guy overheard my conversation to the pastor when I told him that God came to my hotel in New York and explained the Bible to me, and was I was rewriting it. (laughs) 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 Yeah, hello. So anyway, um, he said, I'd like to see your manuscript. And I thought, oh, that's great. I wish I had the the other one. Mm -hmm. But he came over and he said, I'm going to pray before we open this book, uh, open this script up. And as he started to pray, I got a lump in my throat and I started to cry. and, And I said, God didn't do this to me, did he? And he said, no. And it was probably the worst no I ever heard. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't know what to do then with it. I started going to the church, and I just put it under the bed in a suitcase. And um, I heard about Youth with a Mission. This boy took me down to see YWAM, uh, if you've heard of it, Youth with a Mission. And they accepted me to come, but I had to get the money. And um, they said they had a clear word to take me. It didn't matter if you had money or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had to have a word, and so I didn't really know what that meant. But um, so I got a call from a bank in Washington D.C. They said they had five thousand dollars worth of stock that was mine, and I knew it wasn't because I didn't have any stock. Mm-hmm. Um, it had all been sold off. And um, anyway, they sent it to me, and I bought clothes, and I partied a bit, and then I went into YWAM. I smoked my last joint <laughs> the night before. <laughs> And um, thought, well, okay, I guess I'm going to be a Christian, whatever that is. And so um, the first week they did a exorcism on me, and uh, which we usually in in the business call deliverance. Yeah. And um, uh, I I felt this thing in me groaning and getting angry and me getting madder and madder and I was going to pick up my desk and throw it and instead I just cried and groaned and it only took a couple minutes but the thing was out of me and I could tell it was out of me and um, I just cried for a long time and so that was that now I was a Christian and we went on outreaches to the Samoa, Tonga, Fiji I spent a year and a half in New Zealand two years in Australia we went to India and Philippines, and then the Lord sent me to Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the first year there, it snowed 22 inches Halloween, and I thought, oh, you got me wow. in the wrong place. <laughs> but um, the book, uh, Shake, Rattle, and Roll, really is um, its a pickup on what I went through, but mostly how I heard the real Lord begin to speak to me. Mm-hmm. And the trials that I went through as a Christian preacher, I ended up a preacher. My first book went to number one in Australia and New Zealand. And so people wanted me to come and tell the story. And most people wanted to hear about Mick Jagger and all that. But I wanted to tell them about the Lord. And um, so I did that for years. And when I got back to Minneapolis, I began to preach. And I preached another 20 years or something till um, I met a man and it's interesting meeting this man because, um, as you might know, in the book, it talks about an evangelist that ripped off my trust fund. Mm-hmm. Dad had apparently kept some stock for when we were older, and half a million went to each of us, and mine was still in stock. 
And, um, you know, I'd never, it was, it was sort of an untold thing that we were to sell it back to the grandmother when we turned a certain age. Mm-hmm. And he said he would hold on to them for me because I was now in Samoa and didn't really have a place for them. But he, he took them to my grandmother and got the money. And um, that was that was a big test for me for all those years because we went to court. He wouldn't give it back. Then he'd say he would. Then he wouldn't. And that's quite a carrot to dangle in front of somebody for years who's living by faith and trusting God for all their income. And so um, the upshot of it was I won in court, and he had just come out of Chapter 11, and he took the money and hid it. And mm-hmm. so there was no money to get. Well, years later, maybe, oh, I don't know how many years later, seven years later, I met a man, and um, it was right after Mel, this guy, had called that took the money, and he wanted me to forgive him the debt, and Mm -hmm. so I did. I said, you're not going to hold that carrot in front of me anymore, and actually, God gave me a verse about the king who forgave the slave and forgave his debt as well. And I said, you know, you know I've forgiven him a long time ago, but what about the debt? You told me you'd get the money back for me. So I forgave him because that's what I felt God wanted me to do. And in doing that, I unleashed the powers of to be, I guess, where I met Jim, who happened to be a millionaire. And um, I didn't know that at the time, but we ended up getting married two years later. And then I sort of walked myself into my best friend, my husband, and plenty of dough for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And so I, 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 my sister called me a year and a half ago and told me I was on HBO on the Rolling Stones plane. <sighs> and they had a footage of me they'd used a couple of times already without permission. And I thought, you know what, I think I'm going to rewrite my first and second book since they've got me on their film, I think I'll just take advantage of it. <laughs> so anyway, I, that's how the book came about. And then um, Shake, Rattle, and Roll, the title, just uh, seemed to fit. You know, I was shooken so much. I was jolted by such evil in the world. Mm-hmm. And um, I can honestly say that I, I rolled along <laughs> pretty stupid. <laughs> so Shake, Rattle, and Roll kind of fit as a title for the book. It's a good book. It's, it's easy reading. People say they can't put it down, and uh, and it takes you through the stages of how God works in a life to get you to come around and and um, and enjoy being a Christian and doing things for Him instead of doing things for the world. You had talked about freeing yourself from the spirit. You say that many people have spirits hounding them, and they never know it. They attribute it to bad luck or karma. Can you explain that? Well, yes. Um, You know, I can take, for example, getting on that airplane. Um, People would say, wow, were you lucky, you know, or that must have been karma, or was that destiny? I don't think it was any of them. I think we all are either in one camp or the other, and you don't ha- necessarily have to have your head spinning in circles, you know, to have a spirit. Yeah. Um, there are many people that, but they have hidden sins, they have hidden secrets, and the spirit feeds it. And we can open the door to a spirit, you know, when you're young, when you're a child even, through a trauma. I found many people had had traumas, when I preached in churches, I did deliverance at the altar, and that's what they booked me for. And the people would come forward and 
talk about a rape or incest or something that happened to them, and it fueled this bitterness that stayed with them for a long time. Jesus healed a guy and said, you need to repent now that you're healed because you're in the gall of bitterness, and the guy was bitter. And so he you know, he was bitter in his predicament, but Jesus healed him anyway. And a lot of people that I did deliverance on, um, they had to repent verbally to me before I would pray and anything would happen. I remember one lady saying her husband had been in adultery, and I was praying for her and nothing was happening. I said, look, you're holding something back. No, no, he, you know, cheated on me. And so I said, well, you know, I didn't say good luck and goodbye, but basically (laughs) I said, uh, you know, well, I'm going to go now and you think about it. Mm -hmm. And so the Lord told me on the way home, she was the one that had committed adultery. So I called her up. I said, you were were holding that back, and that's why you can't get free. You've got to get rid of everything. You have to tell the Lord you're sorry for it. And even if somebody did do something to you, you, you're not in the right to get even. Mm Mm-hmm. So as far as people having spirits, it's usually a trauma or, um, of course, alcohol and drugs, that brings in um, spirits. And But a lot of times it's just what leads you to alcohol and what leads you to um, drugs sometimes is actually um, some kind of a horrible thing that happened to you. What would you like people to take away from your book? I would like them to seriously consider this karma, destiny, fate, luck, and really look at their life and see, is that what they've been counting on? If they've had something good happen, if they think they're lucky, who do they think lucked them? You know, who gave them the good luck? I would like people to also laugh when I, there are funny things in the book. Um, I would like them to understand I do I do a deliverance in the book. It's a deliverance I did in a church, and I describe what happened uh, twice with two deliverances. And um, I think really to see that um, you can get through all of that and still love God and still be walking upright. And um, if they don't know Jesus, as their savior. And, you know, we say we throw these terms around, but it's really the truth. You you cannot get to God the Father, which I thought I was doing in New York, Mm -hmm. without the Son. And oddly enough, the Spirit in me never used the name Jesus. It was always God the Father or Christ, which I, you know, didn't really see any difference, but there is a big difference in that name Jesus. Mm -hmm. In fact, altogether, Jesus Christ, and he is the one who takes us to the Father, and he is the one who will save us from the impending doom that's going to happen one of these years. Yeah. What are you currently working on? Nothing. I had so much (laughs) trouble with that book and computers. I had to redo it twice, and then when I finally finished, lightning struck, and the backup board fried, everything fried. I had to start over. And... um, Right now, I'm just working. You're my last radio show, actually. I got one more. I've been doing it for a couple of months. Mm-hmm. And um, it looks like some people are buying the book, so that's good. And I'll know, I won't write a book again, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I should never say never. I said that before. But uh, my, my other book is God Speaks to the Weary Heart. Mm-hmm. That's also available at Amazon, along with this Shake, Rattle, and Roll. I have a website which uh, took a lot of work to put to, put up. It's uh, 
Chris Klein, mm-hmm. K-L-I-N-E, and it's a C-H-R-I-S, ChrisKlein.com. And if you don't spell my last name right, you're going to get a grunge guitarist. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure you spell my name right, Chris yeah. Klein, C-H-R-I-S-K-L-I-N-E. And um, I appreciate the time with you, and um, I do hope some people will um, take the advantage of a book that's easy to read and will explain a lot of things that they've wondered about, because I lived through it, and I'm still here to to say so. And I'll tell you, I mean, I had some close calls. I, I even got kidnapped at one point and was held for a week and tortured. And, um, you know, that's something that would certainly bring a spirit to you, which yeah. it was after that that I did get the spirit. But I don't think the two had anything to do with each other. But, um, you know, I have I've had my share of taking too many pills and just doing things that, you know, driving whacked out, just so many things God has spared me from, so I would be here today to talk to you. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Um, no, I don't think so. Just uh, the books Shake, Rattle, and Roll, and it's Chris Klein, author Chris Klein at .com. And um, I just hope people will understand that Christians aren't perfect. They're yes. just forgiven. And I know that's a, a tail, you know, it goes on cars as a tailgate thing, but it's true. You know, I mean, I do a lot of things that um, I wish I hadn't done, but um, I keep walking in the Lord. I keep turning to the Scripture in the morning and asking Him to talk to me, and that's how He talks. That's what your people can learn is how God talks. In my book, I share how to hear His voice and how to know it's Him talking to you and not you yourself. And I think that's very important to learn. And it's it's um, it's exciting to sit down and open the Bible or open a devotional and have God speak a word right into your heart. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's amazing. Thank you so much for the interview. It was an honor, and you have a great rest of the week. Thank you, Jill. You take care, and God bless. God bless you. Bye bye. Bye bye.